Welcome back to 1876 Sports and Culture Podcast, a show focused on highlighting the illustrious Prairie View A&M University, the HBCU of Texas, by promoting SWAC and the HBCU experience, featuring your fellow PB Panthers, Roland Austin, Jay Pleasy, Big Mike Washington, three-time SWAC champ Gati Werema, former drum major HBCU band historian Shanetta Haskell, and Al Williams, driving the show from the hill. Please subscribe and give us five stars on social media at 1876SCP. And don't forget, we do it for the culture. Welcome to the 1876 Sports and Culture Podcast. We come at you after another big W. I got one number for you. 53,917. That's a big one. That That is bigger than the Orange Blossom Classic number, I believe. It is. That is the number one attendance draw in the SWAC this season. Now, I know we still have uh, Bayou Classic coming up, which is always a big one. But to put up those kind of numbers, I don't remember the last time we had those kind of numbers at Labor Day Classic. Labor Day or State Fair? I'm sorry, State Fair. Y'all got to forgive me. I'm a little jet lag. It's been a long time since we had those numbers at Labor Day. (laughs) Y'all see these bags under these eyes, man. I'm trying to hydrate and stand up straight. I still got to go see Mary J tonight. So, (laughs) But, yeah, I missed the game. I saw you guys at the Dallas Alumni Banquet at the gala, and everybody had on their – they Dallas Gala fits. good and stuff. I was like, man, we was fancy. You brought the interns in there looking good. I was like, look at everybody all spiffed up. Yeah, it was definitely a nice event. Um, it's only going to grow, you know. And there was a it was a special challenge to the those of us born in the seventies to step our game up. This is our time. Right. This gala has pretty much been supported by our our more seasoned alum. And so we all should hopefully be at a point in our careers <laughs> so we can um, buy tickets and give back. So definitely was exciting to see. And hopefully we can grow this thing is I would love to see it be on the same level as like the UNCF gala. I can say I had an awesome time. It was my first time going to a grown folks PV affair where you had to actually put on clothes and couldn't walk around with a red cup in your hand. And so I was I was amazed. I was excited. I was very impressed by what was put together. The food was good. Uh, just the, the entire reception was a great. Uh, the MC, the King of Swing, Carl Mays, did a great job as usual. Uh, the band. The, your boy who was saying on the microphone was he had all the classics, all the the 80s R and 90s R&B classics. So it, it was a great time. All right. So did y'all get all the line dances in? Y'all got the old hustle. Y'all got the wobble. Uh, what's the other one? Um, the Tamiya, the new Tamiya one. You know, people be high side and the folks well, know the we Tamiya. Tried. They, they played it, but that's a little bit too complicated. <laughs> but we definitely did the wobble and uh. What's the other K Wayne? Um, 
but yeah, no, they played to me and we just looked. See, <laughs> my, my ankles ain't strong enough for all of that. Yeah, that to me, one man, people that got that one down, they they get all high side on you when they can do it. They look at you sideways when you can't. So yeah, I, I get you there. All right, so now what was the tailgate like? I know MLK, you, you know, last year was subdued and, you know, we were in COVID protocols and all that, but it should have been wide open this year. I heard Beto was there. I, I didn't see him walking around. Oh, uh, did you have Beto out there? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I, see him walking around, but I did see pictures. I saw pictures. Oh, oh, that, you know what? I know that we ain't talking politics right now, but that's what we that's what we need from these these damn Democrats. Get it in any way you can. But the scene was great, man. Uh, every Kappa chapter known to mankind seemed to be out there uh, at the Kappa house. Uh, so they were deep. The Deltas were deep. Q's was deep. Barbecue in the air. All kind of other medicinal products in the air. So everybody had a wonderful time. You see medicinal products in the air. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, <laughs> I uh I know the bros were uh lacking this year. Yeah, uh, man. You know, I was out of town. A lot of the PV bros were out of town. So um we we stepping up, we're gonna head up that committee next year. We we can't get out done right around the block of my own doggone house. So yeah, we man. gotta get it in. Come on, Alpha Sig, we gotta get it in. We host the nationals this year. A tailgate should be nothing. I was this. I was looking for them. We were like, "Where the brothers at?" They weren't out there, so we had to go in and uh, befriend all our other D nine brothers and sisters. All right, all right. Now we got we gotta we gotta call some folks to the front of the congregation. South Carolina State, the band. Of course, they pulled ahead the game between South Carolina State and University of South Carolina to Thursday because uh, Ian was headed up up that way so they played that game thursday and wouldn't you know at halftime nah bro i'm not i'm not feeling it another kumbaya moment for those who who aren't familiar with what we talking about we spoke about it last week or so when uh i guess what is it was it southern and lsu did a halftime show together and then i think someone else did a halftime show together it was FAMU in North Carolina, I think. Yeah, yeah. They they were the first ones who started this new trend in South. So now this weekend, South Carolina State Band and South Carolina University of South Carolina did a joint halftime show. Us giving away our culture again. So do we start to petition now? Because when we play another money game, I, I do not. I am not here for that. No. No, sir. No, we, we definitely need a petition. If y'all, if, if the Martin Storm does a halftime show with Texas A&M's band, we got a problem. I ain't writing no more checks till somebody explain that to me if that act ever occurs. Here's the only way that I give them a pass. They, they, they agree to do it, right? They go out and once they get to start, once they start playing, everybody put on a black glove and throw that fist in the air. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> I'm for that right there. And we can do that. <laughs> we, we mess around and get somebody fired behind that Ooh, one. That'll be spicy. That, that'll be extra spicy. <laughs> Ooh, I like it though. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, this week we had, we talked about him last week, but Kevin Powell was on the yard and he gave kind of his uh, inaugural speech as the uh, Tony Morrison 
uh, writer in residence for this year. Um, he touched on several topics, but when he, I think he had a really strong opening where he said, I am a black heterosexual male who is not afraid of black women leaders, women being in leadership. That, that that's, seems like it shouldn't be a big statement, but it hit different. Yeah, I don't understand why it's such an issue. And I hear women say it all the time, but I never hear men outwardly say it. But apparently it is a big issue. And, and let's just be real, man. Give me a female leader any day over a dude. Let us be in a background and be the henchmen who need to be the be the, the strong homes. But uh, Black women uh, have led the households forever and they push forward now looking as, as leaders in all different realms. Hell, President Simmons is leading our university to the heights that we've never seen before. Um, but it was when I heard him say that, uh, particularly the straight black male piece, that he was not threatened by female leadership. I thought that was a powerful statement when I heard it. It's definitely powerful from a standpoint of not being um, threatened by the leadership, that means you're confident in your own personal um, leadership. But I, I've always subscribed to, we have to be very careful in how we tread with that kind of um, thinking because, uh, and, and hey, I, I, might, I might get a lot of backlash for this, but I have not met a female yet that does not want to see a male leader. And we have placed a lot of focus on our females and getting them in things like STEM and leadership and things like that, that black girls rock, all of this. And our young men are slowly being left behind. So I think we can progress equally. We always talk about equity um, on this show, but we are slowly leaving these young black men behind. So um, power, to the, power to the ladies, but they they got a they need a swift kick in the behind too. <laughs> I, think, I, was about to say. Uh, I was just gonna say I think so because I'm in an organization and we are very big on educating our girls and I do think that I, and I get what you're saying, Roland, because I've said the same thing because just we'll have programs and you know you you ask our young ladies what you want to be and it's an, a, an attorney or a doctor or neurosurgeon or you know computer science. Our young men still want to be professional sports, right? And and which is not a problem, but understanding, sweetie, there are other options for you, right? And so my thing is who takes the charge with that? You know, because I've I've gone to and we participated with some other um fraternal organizations and, and worked with her with their young men. And so I would just say to some of my my brothers that when you are mentoring these young men. There's more to it than showing them how to put a condom on and tying a tie. Exactly. Bingo. I mean, we put more effort and energy on making sure Fido ain't left behind in the storm than we do making sure that these young men are actually properly trained and equipped to lead strong women. Right. I'm 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 gonna leave that alone because I think that's gonna trap me. Talk that talk, man. <laughs> Hey, no we, ain't we ain't scared. <laughs> nah, I ain't scared. I mean, I believe it. I mean, it's it's fact, but you know, sometimes it 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 travels over into some uh some interesting waters. So, but but hey, kudos to um to to him for being bold enough to make that statement and 
you know, if people are talking about it, that means it needs to be discussed. You know, we've been silent about it for too long. Absolutely. And, you know, this weekend I had the opportunity to uh, join the leadership conference for um, the Thurgood Marshall College Fund. Now, for those of you not familiar, United Negro College Fund basically covers all of the private uh, HBCU institutions across the country. The Thurgood Marshall College Fund actually supports all the state supported and public HBCUs across the country. So they represent about 46 HBCUs right now. Um, the leadership conference was in New York. It was held at the Marriott Marquise right in the middle of Times Square. They went top shelf with everything. And when I say I saw some phenomenal young men and young women at that event, it gave it, it gives you energy to be around young people that on top of things. It was it was just a phenomenal uh, a phenomenal banquet and activity. It was so gangster, bro. So I've been to banquets before, and I think I've been to some nice ones. But when they bring out Yolanda Adams to bring the invocation. All right. And then, she didn't even sing it. She just she just prayed. She, she prayed <laughs> and then she gave us a couple of songs, bro. I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. Oh, that but they weren't done. So after meal, you know, as soon as they start serving coffee and stuff, here come Tamia. Tamia oh, came oh. out and did a set. Then big checks. Yeah. So then, and I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this, but Long story short, Terrence J was the host, and this Jewish guy had proposed to the former CEO of the Thurgood Marshall Foundation, and it was the most gangster thing I'd ever seen in my life. He said, she's starting a foundation in her retirement, right? So he said, you know, it's important that we support her. I'm putting 250 grand on it. And then his boy comes up on the video. Yeah, I think it's important too. And I'm going to double whatever you did. So he put in 500. Then the man turned around and said, well, I got to do this part on my own. And he got on one knee, pulled out this four carat rock in front of everybody and proposed. I was like, he done made it hard for anybody who was trying to, <laughs> trying to propose in that room, bro, because he got it in. Anyway, but they, guess who closed the show? Patty LaBelle. Kick the oh, shoes off and everything. I was done. You don't have to worry about me. I will be here every year. Hey, you don't have to worry on, about me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is yes. this thing on? I need better friends. See? I need <laughs> friends that when I get say <laughs> y'all cool and all, but hey man, I need some boys just go drop 500 G's just because my lady is saying she started the foundation. <laughs> man, you're gonna oh have to move that duffel point over a couple of spaces, bro. Yeah, bro, you tripping. <laughs> I ain't ready for that. Yeah, like Shanetta said, we can buy tickets to the gala. <laughs> but God, like, give me a cup, I give you a sip. But uh, <laughs> man, that's all right. That's cool though. That's really yeah. cool. I'm all Patty. Right. Took the shoes off. She she kicked the shoes off. She did. Patty did. Patty. Auntie Patty is always Auntie Patty. New news on the hill. We got a golf coach. We so, have a so golf coach. Thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Be positive, boy. Sorry. <laughs> we said this last time. And it the funny What's her name, man? What's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go so ahead. let me gather myself. <laughs> so it's Jamisha Levister. She came out of North Carolina Central. And actually, she started her golf career at a community college then that the female golf team was disbanded. She got an invitation from North Carolina Central to play on the men's team. And her freshman year, she won MVP. So she's the truth. She played professional golf. 
She's been on the tour. So we are happy to have her. She will lead both the men's and the women's golf teams. So we are excited to have her. You know, she's got tournament experience. So I'm looking forward to see what she can do. We're trying to get some more rings over there because, you know, it's been a few years since we had a golf team win, win the championship since like, what, 2021? Yeah, I know, right? Boy, y'all tell you, y'all get these champions built. Now y'all don't even get nothing last year. <laughs> we was like third. Yeah. That's great news. That's great yeah. news. Hopefully she will be well received. And I'm sure the kids, the student athletes are ready to be coached again. So awesome. Coach, hopefully we can get on the show and actually, you know, introduce her to the fans. All right. All right. So let's take a quick break. I want to come back and talk about this football game. Second and five. First the hole up the middle and breaks free. The 20, the 10. Touchdown, Prairie View. And it is Tristan Waters. And welcome back. Let's talk about this game. I was at the event and it was a kid from Southern sitting at the table with me. He had his phone under the table. I had my phone under the table. And him and I are having this whole conversation without saying a word. So I'm like... Next week, bro. Next week. <laughs> so, we talking cash noise, but tell us how it went rambling because we don't call them grambling because they don't have a G no more. No, they ain't got the G they, no more. They didn't get that G this week either. Yeah, just rambling. So how, how do we do against rambling? They're not going to get that G back anytime soon, man. We won the game 34 to 14. It was the score is not indicative of how strong we played against grambling, how much we dominated that game, in my opinion. We uh, combined 289 yards total offense. We allowed 259 yards total offense. Time of possession. We won a time of possession again with that strong running game, 36 minutes to 24 minutes. Red zone. We were three for three in the red zone, which is, hey, that's great news. I take that obviously all day, every day. So we know when we get in the red zone, we're going to get it done. Impact players, man. Offensively, Ahmad Antoine getting it done again. He had 16 carries. I mean, uh, 992 yards. He even caught two out of the backfield, two receptions for 14 yards. Trazon Conley, he didn't put up a bunch of yards, but he ran the offense effectively. He threw it nine for 16, 56 yards. He ran 14 times for 49 yards. He had a 35-yard TD. So I think as we get deeper into the swag play and we get, go against stuff, uh, stiffer competition, we're going to have to get that passing game going, that connection between Trey Connolly and the receivers. We got to get it going. We got to get that connection, particularly that connection, particularly when we play a team like Alcorn, who has a high powered offense, in my opinion. So they looked good team wise. Defensively, uh, the defense, man, defense is strong. So when you can line up, when you can line up a front four of Jesse Evans, Troy James, Kevin Victoria, and Dante Carter, and then rotate, rotate out the entire front four and replace them with, with uh, Xavier Watson, Desmond Obi, Miles McHaney, and Kendon Jones, and some other guys. And everybody's fresh. And not miss a beat. Not miss a beat. We've never had that luxury. I've been watching PB since 1990. We've never had that luxury before. Man, I, I was on Twitter trying to follow all everything that was going on, and there's a new nickname out for the PV defense. They talking about welcome to death row. <laughs> oh, I like it. Ooh. I like it. I say, yeah, that's going to stick. I like it. Yeah, man. I like it. Uh, 
one kid there was I, I couldn't see so Trey Green led the led the defense in tackles seven tackles you know he's all over the field there was this one play I couldn't see who made the hit but uh Ramblin's running back got hit and Xavier Watson grabbed the ball out of the air the the player got hit the ball popped up in the air Xavier Watson caught it ran it for 40 yards I had never even seen that kid really on the field. I hadn't paid attention to him uh, before. He's on a map now, though, with that touchdown. It's probably his first <laughs> touchdown of his career. You got guys like that stepping up. He's just a sophomore. Jaden Lane, he caught a, he fumbled, had a fumble recovery in the end zone towards the end of the fourth quarter to seal the deal. The defensive, I think everybody was impressed by the defense. Uh, you heard people talking about the defense after the game, walking around the fair. So everybody's impressed by the defense, man. But, you know. Talk about being spoiled. I really did not want I, – I, in my gut, I really was wanting that shutout. I felt like we was on par to get the shutout. So, I mean, I don't mean to be just overly critical, but by doggone it, we should have – they should not have scored on us. <laughs> I'm with you. Everybody wanted to shut out. I'm sure oh, the defense – I'm sure the defense was hot about giving them 14 points. Because there was, was no way. Over that there was time. no way. Stay Grambling. focused, man. Stay man. focused. It was the, no the way. The goal that... is a championship. Stay focused. We want to be healthy going into Southern. We want to be healthy going into Alcorn. We want to be healthy. So stay focused. We got the dub. It was never in doubt. It was never in question. So... Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Not leaving that goose egg on there. You know. Hey, man. Grambling. They got a whole lot of trauma. Exactly. They, yeah. they, they owe them trauma them? on us. We we <laughs> owe them that that hit a hit a what they call it hit a ant with a sledgehammer. Yeah. <laughs> man, I'm gonna go five, five in a row. We won like five, five in, in a row now. Five so in a row, bro. There's a whole class of players that have never lost to Grambling. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I talked to Ahmad Antoine after the game. He said that's his third Cotton Bowl Classic, his third dub. So these guys who who have been here five years, fifty-year seniors who have never lost to Grambling. And, and uh, imagine that. Quick shout out on uh, to some of the impact freshmen. So when you recruit kids and they say, Well, coach, can I play as a freshman? If I'm good enough, you're gonna let me on the field. Every coach says, yeah, you could, yeah, you could play. You're going to play. You're going to play. You get there, you get redshirted. And, and a lot of kids end up transferring because they get hot about playing time. When you come to PV, if you're good enough, you're going to play. We got kids kind of wishing out of Zachary running back, Dejon Lewis out of Pearland, safety, Dylan Domel, tight end, had a heck of a, a, a catch yesterday. And Dewan Lewis had a, had a, interception where he went up and just took it out the air all true freshmen all getting significant playing time so anybody out there any any potential crews or, or parents if your kid is good enough to play he gonna get an opportunity to play from day one if that's what you want it is all right man you gotta tee it up for me thinking about hitting that road next weekend we got southern coming in and this is this has become kind of a pivotal game for us. We need this one to remain in first place in the SWAC and to take off, you know, any discussion about SU resurgence. You know, they had a statement game yesterday against UAPB, but again, it's UAPB. Yeah. So, so what do you see next week? Well, you know, they got a nice little front for themselves. We got a PV 
PV boy coming back home to visit the yard. Everybody know Jason Dumas will be returning back to campus. We got Coach Dooley returning back to campus. Wearing suede this time. You're going to have on that. That's the question. There's going to be some pink suede shoes with the pink bow tie to match. It's going to be some craziness. There's a couple other players who transferred over to Southern who will, will be returning back to the hill. So it's going to be a family affair on both sides. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of hitting going on. Southern's offense does not scare me. I haven't seen anything from the quarterback play that says that our defense won't be able to handle them the same way that they've handled everybody else uh, to this point. So offensively, I'm curious to see what they will do. Defensively, again, they got they got a front four. Their secondary is just okay. Nobody in their secondary uh, scares me. Um, so as Coach Mark Fredericks has done throughout the season, I'm sure he's going to look at the tape, look at that tape from Southern yesterday and see what they do well and see what they don't do well and game plan his offense accordingly. So I would suspect that to look for a completely different game plan, you know, he's going to run the ball. And until you prove that you can stop him on, from running the ball, he's going to keep running the ball because our three-headed monster, they feed off of each other. Jaden Stewart, Ahmad Antoine, now add kind of Wisham in there as well. They're going to run the ball. I don't think Southern can stop us from running the ball. So we'll see. The y'all going to be hot. Yeah, I, I, think I, I think I'm making that trip. We yeah, need Panther Nation to show up for that one. Yeah. Got to be there for this one, man. I'll be there. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with some band. So, Shanetta, I, I was hearing that we might have took an L. What did you see? So, it's, it's definitely what I what did I see and also what did I hear. So, overall, I liked our halftime show. I did. I liked it. But I do understand why people are saying Grambling One, right? And so, last week, I said I want to see three things. Drum major feature, Swamp incorporated in the show, and the Eye of the Storm. I didn't get Swamp. I didn't get the Eye of the Storm. Did get a drum major feature. The intent was good. The execution was just so-so. Okay. They did try to change up the, the drill. So right after entertainment tonight, they did this. I guess they got crunk for a little bit, then went back to the drill. Uh, it was different. I don't know how valuable it was, but I don't know. Maybe that's them being creative. It's so funny because I've been I was been around music and band all my life and I'm starting to really as I pay more attention there are songs that I like for a drill number there's songs that I like for dance and there's songs that I think you should just stick with in the statement and so the drill number they used um CeeLo Green or Nor when he was Norris Barkley they used I think it's called FU right yes. can't say that's really my favorite song for a drill number because I want a hard, if we use in CeeLo, go, go goody mob CeeLo. You know, I want mm -hmm. that uh, in your face. And I feel that song is kind of happy. And so, um, <laughs> so I don't know. It, it was cool though. I mean, but again, really just not my favorite. Uh, they did do a drum feature and the people around me were like, it's boring. It's not the box. And I understand that because 
remember the box was more, they definitely were more entertaining because I kept, I was thinking about, remember Carl Mays used to always say percussionists who would get on their hands and feet. But mm-hmm. me as a, a former band member, I can appreciate what the box was doing, but it was 58,000 people in that stadium, right? And so they want to be entertained. They're not appreciating it the way that I am, right? And other people that are maybe percussionists or members of the band. So it begs the question, who are you performing? Are you performing for yourselves? Are you performing for musicians? Are you performing for this fan base that's out here, right? Um, I like the dance. Um, I think that energy was still just, is, you know, I like the dance. It, it's just not as bad as what people are saying to me, in my opinion. They did a take on the movie, uh, what is it, You Got Served. And so you got one side, this side. It was creative. It was different. And you know, guys, I always talk about tradition. I'm a woman of, I want to see, but I don't mind new things. So only time will tell if these new things are are starting to work. I liked how they came off the field. Hate on me. Maybe they knew people were going to (laughs) hate on them. But I, I liked it, you know, and I always say that I like the sound of the band. I don't know if we as alone, maybe I'm telling you what will help you all. Alum, former who marched with us and you have to reset your expectation. I'm not saying lower your expectation. I'm starting to be able to enjoy because I've I've, I've reset my expectation, right? And I'm looking for those things to just get better in a little small, just, just progress. Now, why are people saying Gremlin won? Because Gremlin did a Gremlin show. Gremlin, they have two things that they do, right? There's two moves, these dance moves that they do. They're always going to do that little swaying, little rocking. Yeah, and they're always going to get on their feet and do that kick. I don't care what they do, how boring their show is, because I was quite bored. When they do those two moves, their, their fans go crazy, right? It saves their show. How did they come off the field? Exactly how I said they were going to come off the field. That GSU chant. What screwed that chant up for them was that annoying announcer. And we can do a whole show on announcers now. You are not the show. Okay. But I digress. But the crowd got into it. So if you're just going based on crowd participation, who engaged with their fans, then yes, I can see why people are saying that Gremlin won. But again, I'm still rocking with the storm. There was some hits. There was some misses in their show, but I still feel like it was a better halftime show. Uh, a friend of mine, we were talking this morning and, you know, he came up with this white uniform test, right? And the theory behind that is I can put a band in a white uniform, no signage, no school, no name. I would know that's Jackson State, that's Grambling, that's Southern. I can't say that with Purdue, right? It's a different, it's something different every week. So I, I hate that because it just means we don't have, once you get past that PVU on the field. So I don't know, but again, I'm just, I'm still rocking with PV halftime show. The stands, it, it still comes down to song selection, right? Um, I think that a lot of people are just still rocking with Grambling. Some of the comments that I've seen, and I don't know guys, if you go on YouTube and you look at some of the footage, it's brutal to where I'm like, 
some of this is not what you're looking at. You just hating to be hate. It's not that bad. And and I am been very critical of the storm. It's not that bad. CW did not do us justice. I mean, you obviously saw a way different show than I could see from what the cameramen were giving me. And I was like, sure. okay, what's happening here? Sure. True enough, they gave more love to Grambling because I saw almost all of GSU's sure. show and I didn't see hardly any of you. I'm like, man, I, what happened here? The visiting band is always going to get that right because you're going to show you coming in. And not to mention, let's be honest, they don't know how to record band. Okay? So... I understand. I can understand why people are saying Gremlin won. I do. I think part of it is PV has had a hype for so long, and so many people just think they aren't living up to the hype. Let me propose this. So there is a level of fatigue that can set in. Let me go through the Marching Storms yes. uh, schedule for, yeah. for last week. So Thursday, 10 a.m., Cedar Hill High School. 12.15, DeSoto High School. 2.30, Lan Lancaster High School. Friday, September 30th, WFAA performance at 5 a.m. Uh, 10 a.m., Skyline High School. 1 p.m., Samuel L. High School. 3.30, South Oak Cliff High School. 6 o'clock, Dallas mm -hmm. Alumni Club Association Gala. 7.30, Townview High School. Then you get up Saturday, you have the game, and then they got up today, and they were at Westside Baptist at 11 a.m. That schedule is brutal. So for us to expect them to maintain that top level of enthusiasm and energy, I don't think they get the nutrition to keep up with that kind of schedule. Man, my jaws hurt just from you, son. All them places. <laughs> so so what these guys look like? Again, you got to keep the main thing the main thing. I didn't see Gremlin at all those places. You got to keep the main thing the main thing. If the main thing is the show for the game, band can recruit itself with a top performance. You're right about that. Um, Gremlin, they still do. Gremlin's schedule is, is the schedule they had from 1992 to 1996 when I was at PV. It, it's, they do the Battle of the Bands. That's still big here. And... We used to come down, they don't do the state fair parade anymore. And we both used to do that parade. And we would go to Carter and do like an extravaganza and practice. And they would do the ballad of bands in the morning. But you also have to remember too, I'm wearing my shirt. My boy, my boy Prof, may he rest in peace. Prof had a life. Prof wanted to come to Dallas and enjoy himself. So he, <laughs> if the band, <laughs> if the band is in all these places, Prof has to be in all of these places. So no, no, no. No, no. We were in the hotel lobby and Prop on his way to the Invo concert. So no. <laughs> Prop so, said, where y'all going? Yeah. I'll see y'all in the morning. Exactly. So, but anyway, I mean, it is. I think one thing I will say about uh, Leaders State Fair Classic, please remember that you're going to lose your crowd after halftime. So you have got to push the limit. You have got to engage your fans first second quarter and halftime because you're going to lose them they play swamp dude it was crunk but it was 50 people in the stands when they played it yep so we didn't play swamp and p-funk until the third or fourth quarter after everybody had already left why yeah. sway i don't, <laughs> I don't get that. it i don't yeah. get it you play those two songs you got the whole crowd did y'all see week, your boy couldn't go back couldn't do the back being for jump for grandma i did see that <laughs> the one that was on the far on the far left he he came up short, bro. But you, you almost fell. 
But you know what, though? You bring up a good point. And I couldn't. So going back to the PV and how our drum majors did to come out. And I want to make I, I I was I just said last week, I think that I really like this. This group It's the five, the cat five. And I will tell you, I cringe at any resemblance of a backbeat. That is Southern, that is Gremlin, and that is high school, right? And, and I, I'm not saying it's high schoolish. I'm not saying that, but a lot of high school drum majors do it. Southern started that. Gremlin does it. I, I'm, I'm good with them doing it. The people on YouTube, just stop. It wasn't that bad. Is there room for improvement? Of course, but stop hating on my school, hell. Can, can I say one thing about the cafe? Just one? What's that? What's that? Somebody dropped a baton. I saw that. I've I never saw. seen that before. I saw. Yeah. He dropped he, it. He, I, he probably still doing laps or something, huh? Don't yeah, he better be. Like he better be twirling that damn thing right now. Oh <laughs> uh, man, KK side don't it don't haze no more, yeah. man. Yeah, now this generation, it, it's it's okay, dude. It's all right. Whereas we would like, no, but no, we, we do have Southern next week. I'm gonna stick with this. I'm gonna stick with the storm on the field. It's southern. I I gotta get it to them in the stands. But what I have to say about energy, I want to leave them out. The black foxes. If you bring energy, oh my goodness! I don't know what the band was playing, but those girls were dancing their butts off. Do you understand me? Anyone out there who was still saying that the dancing dolls are the best dance troupe? What did I say last week? It's because you are a dancing dolls fan. <laughs> Hands down. Black Foxes are the best dance troupe in HBC. I ain't talking about swag. I've looked at all. They are the best, point blank. You should see the following that they have on social media. Hands it's down. Better than the honeybees. The honeybees oh, are just unique because of a, the and you know why. That is a gimmick. It's a gimmick. <laughs> This 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 exactly. where they are. We, he did not we are, mean we are classy to, to rebuttal. <laughs> What's baby girl name? Who's the leader? Shelby. Shelby, Shelby got them girls body. right. Dancing yeah. her butt off. And they look so good as a unit. Like you don't even key in on they just look really good as a unit. They just they do they look really good. Uniforms on point, they look good. Kudos to them. So again, it just talks about energy because. Again, I don't know what the van was playing because I was just so focused on on their routine and how 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 well they executed it. So, Shanetta, are you expecting to see any stunts this coming week? Because the last time Southern came to the state of Texas, there was some shenanigans. Do you expect any of that to go down at PV? I don't know. We're a nice band. We're not third ward. Yes, I said it. We're a nice band, so. But you know what? I did notice something. My friend and I were going back and forth. Third ward. I'm, I'm dead. <laughs> one thing that I'm noticing that bands truly do disrespect one another because I will. Def- I will say this. I think it was Grambling. They, they. It was. I can't remember what they were playing. I think they were playing their fight song, and PV just started playing. I was like, oh, okay. Flex your muscles. Yeah, they were playing over each other a lot. Yeah, I said okay. So I don't know. I think I think the theme of the night, you know, when I think about the drill number, if you coming off the field, hate on me. Hey, maybe they sending us messages subliminally. They do I have a thought. Theory. It was a message. <laughs> Wait a minute. When you go to Hobart Taylor, there's a sign, right? It says we all we got, but we all we need. So, hey, <laughs> hey. All right then. <laughs> I'm rocking with the storm again. They, they, I, I have no even doubt that they cannot handle 
Southern. What I think I said it after the, the Labor Day Classic, it's like they have these great shows, but then they don't do it again. So it's there. It just depends on what show they put on the field. I saw it Labor Day Classic. And you know they're going to come with it next week. They know they know the return of Coach Dooley. They know the Dumas story. You know they're going to come with it. And they know they done handed us an L every time they've been in our new stadium. So they're going to come with it. So the storm got to be ready. The storm, the storm and also the fans. Because oh, selection. Yeah, the storm, songs, all of it. Yeah. They better give us something we can sing to so we can so get with them. Yeah, do we have to get a <laughs> chant going? We won't swamp. We won't swamp. Do we have to do that in yes. the first quarter? I think so. We need to hear but, swamp and P funk first quarter, second quarter, two times in the third quarter, and in the fourth quarter. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, I'm excited. Can't wait. All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with Meet Me at the Flagpoles. Hey, you. Yeah, you. I'm talking to you. 1876 Sports and Culture is proud to call Anchor.fm our official podcast distributor. So let me ask you this. Do you like podcasts and have maybe thought about creating your own? Well, check this out. At Anchor.fm, whether you are a rookie or a pro, this is the perfect platform for your voice to be shared. With Anchor, you can create, distribute, and monetize your podcast all for free, making the experience simple and smooth. Don't even worry about developing your audience. Anchor distributes your content with just a single tap. So what are you waiting for? Get started on anchor.fm today. And welcome back. This week, we have none other than Jesse Evans, sophomore, kinesiology major, part of that death row defense. Jesse, what's going on, bro? What's going on? How y'all doing? Doing great, man. We we doing real good after yesterday. After y'all beat Rambling, you know we don't call them Grambling because they don't got the, they don't have a G anymore. So <laughs> y'all put them Rambling boys back on the bus back to Louisiana for us. Yes. Tell us about what the atmosphere was like. It was a record crowd of fifty three thousand nine hundred plus fans out there to watch y'all play. Did you feel that the excitement and the atmosphere down on the field? What was it like? Oh, yes, sir. It was, it was amazing because at first, like, pregame, I was like, well, I don't really think nobody came. Grambling, everybody had people in Grambling stand out there where PV at. But then when we came back outside to get the game for kickoff, it was like people out there. So the atmosphere was amazing. Like, everybody was into the game, a lot of cheering for the highs and lows. So it was just a good experience. Well, you know, as old folks had to watch Ashante concert before we came in the game. So we apologize for that. <laughs> that has to happen. <laughs> I know, I'm already know. That's why my mom and them came. <laughs> She's like, oh, that's right, y'all playing today, huh? We was going to say Shanti and them. That's Gen X. We could help it. Yeah. We were talking earlier about how you you have the ability now to rotate rotate out your front four and keep you guys fresh. Um, what is the rotation like, and how does that impact your ability to finish the game strong the same way you started the game? Well, of course, us having a rotation is way much better from because of last year, of course, we only played with four. But now that we got a rotation, it's some people you can bring in for third down, third and long. Like, just all the rotation to keep everybody safe. Well, of course, like, say, for instance, it's, it's fourth quarter and we need our, our starters out there and they can still be healthy to go out there. So having a rotation is pretty good now. 
Yeah, I think this is the deepest front four that we've had uh, in the time that I've been watching Prairie View football, which is a better part of close to 30 years at this point. Um, and I think everyone's impressed with the kind of pressure that y'all put on opposing offensive lines. You can see them getting tired uh, over time. And uh, every, I think a lot of folks thought there would be some drop-off with Dumas leaving, but ain't no drop-off on the pressure y'all been putting on the quarterback. Oh, sir, next man up. We're not really worried about it. Yeah, it is. Next man up. So, Jesse, I understand that uh, you've got some additional talents where you might even be able to play that zero quarter, that halftime, and that fifth quarter. So, I understand yeah. you, you played in the band before. So, tell us about that. Well, yes, sir. I was in the band from fifth grade all the way to my junior year of high school. I mean, I did marching band uh, freshman year of high school, but I couldn't really do it sophomore on up because I became on varsity. So, I couldn't really uh, do both. But I actually love music. Like, music was my passion before uh, football, before sports. What instrument? Drum. So do you sneak over? Yeah, we might need to see, might need to see a Jesse feature at halftime at homecoming, you know. <laughs> I'd be wanting to go over there and get on the cars for one time. But sneak over the Hobart Taylor and get a couple of little uh, practice session in. Couple of reps in, huh? Couple <laughs> uh, Storm guy, they, they way better than what I am. Jesse, how good was it going into the locker rooms, man, at the halftime part? Mark and uh you guys had left them with that goose egg going into the going into the halftime. Yeah, I mean it was good, but like the way the way we was talking, we thought we felt like like we didn't feel like but we was talking like that. We was down, like we was like still score zero zero, don't let up, just keep going. So we wasn't really satisfied. We just wanted to keep going. Okay, I, I, that's what I'm talking. That's what I was feeling. Yeah, that yeah. he he feels the way I was feeling. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's just just to take a, a back up a little bit. Tell us, how did you end up at Prairie View in the first place? What motivated you to go ahead and make that commitment and sign on the dotted line? Well, out of high school, I was a three-star recruit, and I had multiple D1 PP5 offers and stuff. But due to coaching staff changes, I kind of lost all my scholarships. So then I was going to take the juke car and go to Bland, but I want to say a week before Prairie View came, and I took a visit, and it's been home ever since. I didn't know that. The visits close the deal, bro. The yeah. visits close the deal. <laughs> you come on that yard, you they walk you through the MSC at lunchtime. Yeah. Name one young <laughs> black man that's not gonna commit on the spot. <laughs> you say, I think I'm at home, mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, hey, you you use your resources. <laughs> so so what do you think? So we got something coming up. What have you have you started looking ahead yet? Yeah, I know coaches like to focus on the game uh, at hand, but uh, have you started kind of scouting Southern a little bit already? Uh, actually, no, sir. We haven't started scouting yet. We still about to uh, do corrections at this week, and then we probably gonna get into it starting tomorrow. But of course, it's not gonna be a point that we could just sleep on it. Then we gonna come out with the dub. Of course, it's gonna be a lot of work we have to do this week to get prepared for the game. What does your weekly prep look like? So you y'all start prepping typically on a Monday for for the upcoming game. Yes, sir. So on a Monday, we'll usually watch our, our mess ups on past game. And then I want to say as soon as that's over with, we go straight into a scout, scout report and stuff like that. We get straight into the uh, week to prepare for the game on Saturday. Okay. So what are your goals, your personal goals for this season? Uh, my personal goals, I want to make first team uh, all conference. And I just want to have a good season. I want to have a better season than I had last year. I want to be all American. So that's my, that's my goal. There it is. There it is. You heard it here first. All-American Jesse Evans. 
from Prairie View A&M University. I like the way that sounds, bro. I like the way it sounds. Yes, sir. All right, Jesse. Well, we're going to let you go, man. Appreciate you coming on the show. And I want y'all to welcome Southern to Death Row when they show up at on the Hill next weekend. And uh, yes, let's, let's get this done, baby. Yes, sir. All right, you guys. Take care now. All right, Thank appreciate you. you. We'll be right back. We are back with the We Ready shout outs. So, Shanetta, who you got? I'm actually going with the entire volleyball team. They opened up conference play with a sweep over Texas Southern University. 3 0. They ready. They ready. They ready. Joe, what you got? I got to give a shout out to the PV Mama Bears. The Mama Bears, we're going to start with, with Shanetta, first of all. So, our interns came down to Dallas. Shanetta demanded that them babies be put in a hotel close to the Renaissance, close to the market center. So Roland had to redo all the damn reservations because PV Mama Bear said, no, nah, them babies ain't nah, staying. They ain't getting on 635 at all. <laughs> yeah. For $89 a night, they could have got on 635. <laughs> then we at the gala. The interns show up late. They didn't show up till all the food was dinner was served. We didn't ate. We didn't ate uh, salad, main course, and dessert. They show up. It's all gone. PV Mama Bear Eureka Drayden said, "Them babies need to eat. Y'all need to feed these babies." She ain't even met these interns before. This is the first night, first time she ever met them. She said, <laughs> "Feed these babies." She go. She gets with Kelly Collins, who was on the, the gala staff. Kelly went and found them babies some food. They went and harassed the hell out of the damn the wait staff to get these babies some place. Not only did they get the main course, they even got dessert and a glass of water. So I'm going to just say shout out to the PV Mama Bears for taking care of PV fam. They, they are ready. obviously ready. Keisha, I got her hand up right now. Thank y'all so much. My voice is gone. I had a lot of fun, but thank y'all to everyone who helped us out in any way. But for sure, shout out to the PV Mama Bears. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. So I think this is the first time that we actually had media passes. I know I was trying to keep up with the live feed. So I appreciate the, the live feed that y'all were getting and, and being right there on the sideline. That was that was phenomenal. Uh, I don't think there was anywhere else we could get that kind of content. So I'm excited for... Uh, you know, all of our social media was just, it was just popping. So I appreciate that. All right, Shanetta, let, let's give this a shot. We need the metronome though, we need the metronome. Yes, we need that. I, I couldn't hear you snap your fingers. <laughs> oh, okay, my legs up, boy. Get your legs up, boy. <laughs> PV. You, you know. know. It's still, I don't know. All right, and we out. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs>